simply because you are not releasing it on time ikitu inanisumbua wachika hapo now there are people who can keep feces for a whole day just because they are not cleaning their toilets they fear going to their own toilets so waste elimination that is why you need to sweat and especially when it is cold we should even take more water because we are not sweating so that we can urinate frequently and release what the impurities these men have faith now this is a definition of faith they are so sure that this thing will not fall down excellent immunity depends on your circulation because it is your circulation system that carries the white blood cells it also carries life the red blood cells and many other plasma faster healing is dependent on your circulation and uh, i've had encounters with people who who who've had wounds for 15 years going to hospital going to hospital going to the sorcerers for 15 years until it gets to a point where it is smelling and it has worms and why is the wound not healing imperfect circulation even if you are on a good diet when the circulation is not good you will still suffer and by introducing water just dipping the wound in hot and cold water within two days you begin seeing life back to the wound because the water is restoring circulation but the sorcerer will tell you keep water away from the wound because they don't know it because they are reading from the wrong script strength and vitality is dependent on your circulation ph balance what we are talking about acidity and then of course alertness there are many other things that i didn't include there so poor blood circulation can potentially harm the heart the kidneys the brain and it may even have a fatal consequence if left untreated so for perfect circulation for perfect circulation to take place the following things are required for us to conclude that you have or to ascertain that the circulation is perfect number one, blood must flow freely to every vessel and every organ it must flow it must take a full round to the heart through the lungs the other thing blood must reach all body parts including the extremities now what are the extremities your hands your ears your toes your feet those are the extremities blood must reach that area the other thing that must happen for in order for the circulation to be perfect full and deep perspiration must take place in other words you must be able to breathe in well properly and deeply and that is why we encourage singing you know and god gave us some of these things you might think that he just wanted to feel good he wanted to feel bossy no if you sing well you must breathe well but if you sing from your throat if you sing from your chest you'll not be able to breathe well and many of us don't even know how to talk when you tell them to 
add volume, they scream. You should not scream when you are projecting your voice. When you pump it from the belly, the diaphragm is engaged. The only thing that you can do, you have to restore. In fact, if you want to know that a choir is singing well, when they are taking in a breath, if they are moving their shoulders, just know they are not breathing. They are not doing the right thing. But if you see the belly moving in and out, then that person knows how to breathe. And you can go and try that. If your belly does not move out, you're not breathing. And it moves out when you are breathing inwards, not when you are breathing outwards. Oh, let's see people. That is not breathing, my friends. <laughs> breathing, you just do it relaxed. It's only the belly that feels the breathing. The other thing that must happen, oxygen must be present. Oxygen, sufficient oxygen. And then somebody tells you, go masking, go masking. Oxygen. The other thing, sufficient water intake is essential for a perfect circulation so that the blood can be diluted to the right weight, to the right concentration. When blood is too heavy, it does not circulate throughout the body at the right time and within the required amount of time. It should not take too long in fact, every time your heart beats, a circulation needs to be complete. A disruption of blood flow prevents the blood from reaching the farthest parts of the body, which are the fingers and the toes. When there is a disruption, and how do you know that blood is not getting to your fingers and your toes? Just touch them if they are cold. It means your blood is not getting to that area. Wherever there is blood, it will be warm and you will feel nicely. Your ears, your nose, when they are cold, blood is not getting to that area. And you are risking failing your heart. When blood, flows, it, when blood flow is interrupted, it can lead to stagnant blood. It can lead to slow movement within your circulatory system in complete circulation. And this makes the blood acidic. What happens in a pond? How many of us know what a pond is? How many of us know what a pond is? That is a question that requires your response. Yeah. Trying to overcome sins. It is pride that makes you not raise your hand. Now I'm asking, I'm giving you a chance to repent. How many of us know what a pond is? Now some of us are looking at other people to say that they are repenting so that they can repent. Repentance is a personal thing. <laughs> it may sound like a joke. But these are principles that we carry and we take to our Christian experience. Let me try one more time. I'm giving you a chance to repent. How many know what a pond is? Amen. Now, how is the water within a pond? How is it? Or a pool. Should we have a pool somewhere there and water stays there for a whole year? What happens? What happens? People are not courageous in this institution. But they want to propose. They want relationships and they are not courageous. To answer the very simple, very basic questions. What happens to stagnant water after some time? It smells. It stinks. It is a sign of acidity. And that is what happens to your blood when it does not get back. And that is how 
pus is formed. Stagnant blood. Finally, it becomes pus and it has to find an exit out of your body. So it makes the blood acidic. So poor circulation makes the blood stagnant, which leads to acidity. Now there's something that I wish to read. It says that blood stasis or stagnation or stagnant blood, according to TKM, is characterized by stagnation, including extravasated blood, sluggish blood circulation, and vicious or congested blood. All those characterize blood stagnation or lead to blood stasis. These symptoms may be pathogenic factors in various diseases among numerous medical specialities. These are scientists. They are saying that it is possible that when blood is stagnant, when blood is not flowing properly, there are they, it is possible that they may cause diseases, pathogenic factors. In other words, they have the ability to cause a disease. A pathogenic thing is something that causes a disease. So we are being told that blood that is sluggish, not flowing at the right speed, that does not get to the destination and back, that is stagnated, is not moving, has an ability to cause diseases, not only in one area, numerous medical specialties. What else are they telling us? Now, this is Ellen White, and she's telling us the suffering caused among women by unhelpful dress. Now, we are beginning to look at what makes blood stagnate, what impairs circulation. And I've I have the first point there, the role of dress in circulation. Dress has a role. We've seen that imperfect circulation leads to diseases. So what is the role of dress? Does it contribute to imperfect circulation? The suffering caused among women by unhelpful dress cannot be estimated. You cannot imagine, you cannot quantify it. Suffering that women go through. Many have become lifelong invalids. What is, in, what is an invalid? An invalid is worse off than a lame person. Because a lame person can do things for themselves. An invalid can't do anything. So we are being told that unhelpful dressing is producing long life invalids through their compliance with the demands of fashion. Elsewhere, she says that fashion rules with an iron fist. Equated to which kingdom? Is it the fourth kingdom? Yes. So dress can be equated to the fourth kingdom, leading with an iron fist. Because they are bending to the demands of fashion, they are suffering. They are becoming invalids. Christian Temperance and Bible Hygiene, page 88. Huh. I hope my pictures are clear. So the first point on unhelpful dressing is compressing the waist. Compressing the waist. Tightening that waist. Tightening. 
Imagining that by doing it, you will put all the misplaced pieces of flesh back to where they belong. We don't do it by tightening. We don't do it by tightening. We do it by eating fiber. We do it by eating wholesome foods. It brushes off the unnecessary fat. And it leaves. But many of us, because of poor eating, we realize that our body is growing at a rate that we are not happy with. And then we want to squeeze it back to shape. We want to tighten. Tighten. You even call somebody, Aya, Vutapo. One more time. Then you put it there. Then you want to walk. You know, sir, at times you see people walking like this and you think that it is an acquired lifestyle. It is an acquired walking style because they've squeezed everything. They have to find space. It is not a natural way of walking. Oh, you know what? They are naturally tall all the time. Squeezing. And men are also adopting it. Squeezing. Squeezing. Now there are many sins. Many have done themselves untold injury by compressing the waist. Untold injury by compressing what? The waist. When women Women are subject to serious maladies. What are maladies? Diseases. Serious maladies. Serious diseases. And their sufferings are greatly increased by their manner of dressing. If you love your health, if you want to live longer, if you want to enjoy life, check your dressing. If we ate right, we would not even have a need of putting on brass. Because those things would not outgrow their size. They would not. Because the manufacturer put in place things, foods, that would ensure that they are in the right shape, the right size. Women are subject to serious maladies and their sufferings are greatly increased by their manner of dressing. CT, page 304, paragraph 1. Now, when the waist is compressed, when the waist, the waist is compressed, the waist may include all the way to the chest, all the way to the chest and below. When it is compressed, the circulation of the blood is impeded. Circulation is tampered with. It is affected. It is interfered with. And the internal organs are cramped and crowded out of place. So your kidneys, which are supposed to be somewhere around here, they, they have to find some space because all the flesh that is out there is being squeezed. So they get out of shape. So instead of your kidney being like a bean, 
it is stretching out or it is being squeezed down and it takes the shape of a stone. And because of that cramping, because of that crowding, all the organs have to meet at one point. What happens? They cannot perform their work properly. And you're here wondering, eh, hey, mimi skojo wangi. Hata nikikunyo maji aje. Kumbe ni nini umefanya? You've squeezed things there. They can't even release. You've strangled things internally. It is impossible under such circumstances to take a full inspiration. You can't even take a breath. And many a times, the reason why many of us cannot sing is because of the manner in which we are dressed. It becomes very difficult. You get tired. Because of the layers of the fastenings that you've put under you, beneath. Thus, the pernicious habit of breathing only with the upper part of the lungs is formed and feebleness and disease are often the result. And then we are convinced that women, women are weaklings. They always come. They always fall sick. Even the Bible says they are weaker. That is not the weakness that is being spoken about. When we dress in a manner that is not right, compressing. And by the way, have you noticed that we have an increase in cesarean births? What is the cause? It is those trousers that people have to jump and get inside. You have to jump and get inside. And when you are removing it, please, pitia kwa rumiangu. Tuende kuomba. And then after prayer, aya, shikapo. It compresses the pelvic bones. And there is no way the baby can pass through those bones. Distortion takes place internally. And that is what? That is why God wants you to dress fairly. If anything, even the belts that we put on this area, especially for women, they are not recommended. This area is very sensitive for you. Very sensitive. You can go read about hoops. In Ellen White books, hoops. She discouraged it. Now, let me talk a little bit about the femoral nerve. The femoral nerve. Now, the femoral nerve ends or passes through your waistline. It passes through your waistlines and it extends to the thighs a little. It is a nerve. And what is the function? It stimulates the thigh and the hips. It is the flexor muscle. It is what makes it possible for you to walk, for you to run, for you to bend, and do many other things without feeling pain. The femoral what? Nerve. It communicates to the mind. The reason is to help you to bend and straighten your legs and knees and bend at the hip. It provides touch, sensitivity, pain, and temperature sensations to the hip, to the thigh, to the knee, and even to the leg. One of the things that the femoral nerve does not like is pressure. Pressure on the femoral nerves. Pressure. It doesn't like pressure of any kind. And you know the devil has designed all trousers to apply pressure on the femoral nerve. As if that is not enough, 
all the scars apply what? Pressure on the femoral nerve. While you may be in love with a rock star look of tight skinny jeans, they can actually trigger a nerve condition called meralgia paresthetica. Meralgia paresthetica. So what exactly is this condition? Excuse me. This condition shows when tight pants press against the lateral femoral nerve and can cause a tingling feeling in the thighs. It can lead to pain or numbness and make your ankles and feet feel weak. Have you ever heard women complaining of these issues? Weakness, numbness. Yeah. Your knees. It is because you are tempering with the circulation or the functioning of the what? The femoral nerve. While it is likely to go away when you switch to lose a free-flowing fabric, it is a risk. It can completely damage those nerves. Research shows this condition is common with those who wear shapewear or garments designed to flatten the stomach. Designed to flatten the stomach. Those are some of the garments that lead to that condition and many more. And you know this thing called fashion is ruling with an iron fist. Men are not being left out. They are also adopting that design. Whatever women can do, they say they can also do. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he shall not depart from it. Even the official characters have not been left. You don't believe that you, do, you need to change your what? Your wardrobe. And you want to psychologically convince yourself you're still waist 32. So what do you do? You force it in and you make sure the belt has been tied where you used to tie it. And you're walking there. Or probably you want to support this thing that is overbearing. So tight clothing, tight clothing is not good. It is a cause of many, many problems. So it comes in the form of skinny jeans, pencil skirts, structured dresses, pencil trousers, yeah, tight jackets and skirts, dresses, tight bras and boxers and panties, heavy shoulder bags, and high heels. Now let me tell you something. When you eat the right food, food that does not Make your body acidic. You don't have to worry about the size of your sitting instruments. You don't have to worry about them. No fat can be deposited there. It will always be the right size. Proportional to your bones. Proportional to your structure. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So don't go doing the wrong thing. 
Then you go looking for two sizes smaller your size. Supposed to wear a pant size 36, you go looking for size 30. So that you can tighten those things. So that they don't embarrass you as you're walking before people. Just eat the right food. You don't need to tighten anything. So the other thing, when it comes to dressing, I have a picture of limbs, hands and feet. Limbs, hand and feet. God gave us, by the way, I've not finished on the tightening. There are many other, I don't know that they are ahead, but there are many other issues that come because of tightening. There are people who complain of acid reflux. They keep on suffering from heartburns. Forever on, a heartburn. Why? Because they are tightening the stomach. The acid cannot re be retained in the stomach. It has to be pushed, some of it to go up and some of it to go down. And because it is going up, it forces the gate, the valve, at the entrance of the stomach to open up. And then some of it comes to the esophagus. And you'll be forever suffering from heartburns. I think there are a few more ahead. If they are not there, I'll touch them. I'll touch on them. But limbs and feet, limbs and feet... God gave us arms, that is limbs, to aid in a number of activities. We are also to benefit from them as remedial or preventive agencies. By the way, your feet and your hands, this part of your hand and this, the sole of your foot, they are connected to every part of your body. Every part of your body. The ear, the lung, the kidneys are all here. They have a point down here. The same thing. You can go Google. Every part, your eye, your head, your temples, they are all here. And they are also at the sole of your feet. Internal organs, you can treat them from your feet. And that is why we say operations most of the time are unnecessary unnecessary. Many of them are very unnecessary. So, the God placed them in such a way that they should aid in treatment or in preventing what? Disease. In creating you, the Lord provided large veins and nerves for the, lumps, for the limbs. So your feet and your hands have larger veins than the rest part of uh, the rest of the parts in your body. To contain a large amount of current, the current of life. What is the current of life? It is blood. I didn't teach in this lesson. But the current of life is blood. So the largest amount of blood at any point should be on your feet and on your hands. That is why they have larger veins. Because anytime there is a large amount of blood anywhere, whether it is your kidneys, your heart, or your, your liver, there's going to be a problem because that is congestion and congestion leads to inflammation and many other things in stagnation. Yeah, fermentation will take place. So God has created a system of avoiding that and that is why he has put large veins down there so that all the blood, the blood that is not required does not go to the brain. Instead, where does it go? It goes to the extremities, goes to the extremities. And that is common 
knowledge. That is science. If you have a wider pipe, it will take more water than a thinner pipe. True or false? Very true. So that is the principle that God used. So, so what, why is it so? So that the limbs might be uniformly as warm as the body. That is one reason. The reason why the veins are larger. It is the blood that warms the body. So the reason why the veins are there and they are larger, when they draw a lot of blood, they will warm the limbs and the limbs will be warm as the rest of the body. At any go. At any go, they are to contain the largest amount of blood distribution in the body. This will not automatically happen. Our care for them will ensure proper functioning. We must take care for, of them in order for that to happen. It is not a natural, it is not a miraculous thing. We have to ensure that we are supporting our body to, to do it. And how is this done? Listen to this statement. They should be thoroughly clothed. They should be so thoroughly clothed as to induce the blood to the extremities. They should be thoroughly clothed. clothed. In fact, many of us are doing zero work. We are piling clothes around our what? Our chest. The areas that should be overly dressed are your limbs. That is where you should have the thickest. You have socks and then you have something, another layer there to keep them warm. And what do we do? We think because they step on stones, they are hardy and we can just leave them. This other place is close to the heart. So it means it will get sufficient blood. The place that you need to dress warmly is your limbs, your hands. Why? Simple science. Now, if I have a piece of metal and I put it on fire, what will happen to the metal? Will it expand or will it contract? That is a question that needs an answer. Will it expand or will it contract? Expand. Now that is the same thing that happens when you are warmly dressed, heat is introduced to that place and then the veins will expand, will dilate. And if the veins dilate, what will happen? Blood will come running. And as soon as it is full, you are warm. But if you expose it to cold, what happens? It constricts, constricts. When it is constricted, it pushes blood back to the heart, back to the kidneys, back to the lungs. Pushes it away. So blood is not getting there and that is why you get cold. But when it is warmly dressed, nicely dressed, it warms up the area, opens up the veins, Blood comes. Uh-huh. So why is that important? Special attention should be given to the extremities that they may be as thoroughly clothed as the chest and the region over the heart where is the greatest amount of heat. Your limbs should be 
dressed as your heart or as the area around your chest. Please get that very keenly. Disease may not show its effect now. It can take 50 years. It can take 70 years. It can take 100 years to show its effect. It can take 5 years. It can take 1 year. But many a times we suffer immediately and we know not. And it is my prayer that at the end of this, you may be convicted to go and try these principles that you may see a change in your life. So they should be guarded the way you guard your chest. Your limbs, your feet, your hands, they should be guarded in that manner. Why? Parents who dress their children with extremities naked, clothes that end here, sleeveless, sleeveless, obeying the weather, obeying the fashion, the shortest you can get, with their extremities naked or nearly so, are sacrificing the health and lives of their children to fashion. And you are here saying, hey, the Israelites, they were so awful. How could they sacrifice their own children? And what are you doing? You are repeating the same sin, sacrificing the health and lives Lives are sacrificed to fashion. If these parts are not so warm as the body, the circulation is not equalized. And anytime circulation is not equalized, the next thing that comes is disease. 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 And it comes in many forms. Many forms. Saturn invented the fashions which leave the limbs exposed. Chilling back the life current from its original course, when nerves and veins are exposed, they become contracted and they push the blood back. Now what happens when the blood is pushed back? These are some of the fashions. These are some of the fashions. I also need a something here. These are some of the fashions. These are some of the fashions. The cable is next to you. Those are some of the fashions. And they are not new to us. And probably some of us are here walking in that manner. Anyone with an umbrella? There's another one there. There's another one there. And you know, I realize that many people are praying not to have a scene, not to have pimples, so that they can expose their backs like this. Not so that they can be healthy and feel good to be healthy, but so that they can walk, go walking bare, naked. It might feel good. It might respond to the desires of your deceitful heart, but the consequences will follow. And because you don't have the knowledge, because you don't have the wisdom, sorry, sorry, and thank you. God bless you with long life. And may he make you fruitful. This is another. Now these days, I've discovered that when men are growing older, they want to adopt the shorts. Yeah? 
Hey, what is happening? Exposing their limbs. Exposing their limbs. Sorry. What? Sorry. Is somebody praying? <laughs> what happened? I'm sorry. How does this work? Why is it not? Okay. Yes. So all these, all these are in one way or the other, they are exposing what? The limbs. They are exposing the limbs. I'm afraid I might be blocking you. In one way or the other, they are exposing the limbs. And they are causing what? Improper circulation. I hope somebody is whispering a prayer. I'll use it when necessary. Children. Now this is what happens when the extremities which are remote from the vital organs are not properly clad. The blood is driven to the head. Causing what? Headaches. And you are constantly on severe headache which mutate and become migraines. And what do you do? You begin with Panadol, go to Brufen, you increase the dose, and then you begin taking painkillers that are used on cancer patients. Simply because your limbs are exposed and blood is being taken back to where? Artificial civilization. Our problem is artificial civilization. Changing the order of God. Blood is taken or driven back to the head. Causing headache or nose bleeding. There are people who are forever nose bleeding. And by the way, even when it is sunny, your limbs should never be exposed. The wind, the draft, will always cause a problem. The draft will always cause a problem. Thank you for whoever was praying. God has given me an idea. The draft will always do what? Cause a problem. So it leads to headaches, nose bleeding, or there is a sense of fullness about the chest. Ventolin, antihistamine, anakufa. Simply because your limbs are exposed. Or if it is not you, your children, the children that you will bear, you will transfer that to them with exact terribleness, with precision. God is not mocked. The seed that you shall do what? Plant. You shall sow it. Producing cough or palpitation. Have you ever wondered you are coughing but you don't understand why? It is hot, it is sunny, you are not having homer, but you are coughing and it is not ending, it is not going. You are forever coughing. Our children are forever coughing, forever on antibiotics. It causes your end. Simply because the limbs are exposed. Producing cough or palpitation of the heart. I don't know whether there are many, I don't know whether we have experience with the hospitals. But if you ask many doctors, or if you've been keen, you're following, many of there are rising cases of expanding hearts, enlarging hearts, 
Is that true? Enlightening arts, yes. Many cases I meet, especially when people are getting old, but even the young, they are told your heart is larger than normal. And this could be the cause. Limbs that are not properly clad, properly dressed. And you know some of you might be listening and you are not taking heed. But wait until you find yourself in this situation. You will utter all the prayers and all the hard words you've heard from the Bible. And no miracle will be performed. God is merciful. He says, if my children will turn away from their sins, what will happen? I will forgive them. In the times of ignorance, the Lord winks. But once you've known, once you've had, I've had experiences with many friends. We tell them, A, B, C, D. We teach them, this is not right, this is wrong. And we give them the principle, not offending. And as soon as you get to know now the Lord removes his hand of protection because you are knowledgeable, you have duty to perform. And you begin seeing those things. On account of too much blood in the locality or the stomach has too much blood causing indigestion, forever blotted, blotted all the time, belging all the time, constipated, never going to the toilet because... Your, your, body, your stomach is what? Is experiencing indigestion. The issues that result from those things are so many, so many. And many a times you might be in, undergoing injection or indigestion and you're wondering, what did I eat? What did I eat? It is not the food. It is the improper dressing. Blood is being pushed back to the Stomach. There's more blood that is required. There's nothing it is doing there. It is stalling the digestion that should take place. And because it is rotting there, tumors begin growing. Growths. Some of these things that cause, what are they called? You go and they cut your intestine, they remove the thing, and they join them. And then if you go to a quack calling himself, a sorcerer calling himself knowledgeable doctor, you eat your ugali, it can't go out. Because they blocked while they were doing the operation. Unnecessary operations. Unnecessary things. And you know these days people glory. You know, smile, I can just take this one. People are just glorying. People even when they are in hospital, they hope that they will be admitted in Aga Kano, Nairobi Hospital so that they can update the status. So that they can be visited in such facilities. How I wish you would update your status when you are in church. And telling people we are learning righteousness by faith. We are learning the prophecies of hope. We are learning how to keep disease away. And tell them, come. There are more seats here. There are empty seats here. And what are the other diseases? Fainting, DVT, deep vein thrombosis, clots. Those are blood clots. 
Spinal disorders because of tightening, because of improper dressing. Spinal cord what? Disorders. Muscle problems, heartburns and refluxes, stomach issues, respiratory issues, and yeast infections. Yeast infections, by the way, are caused by tight dressing, tight clothing. Because heat is produced there and that place is where it is leaking. Moisture. And that moisture, what does it do? It makes it, it makes it very attractive for yeast infections. Candida loves such an environment. Thank you. I had to move slow because it is important. It is important. Um, bringing it to a close. And I love the timings. They only come when I've finished the subsection. Now, do we have any questions? Was it an important lecture? Was it an important lecture? How many are thankful for that lecture? Aha. Uh -huh. Do you have any question? Now I want to invite some of us to prayer. You've sat through the lecture. You are convicted in your heart that there needs to be a change. There needs to be a change and an immediate change. These are the only people that I want to stand up as we pray because I want to call them here. You are convicted that there needs to be a change on the areas that we've touched on. You are here. You may be fighting the thought, but you are willing to be convicted. You are willing to be changed. Please, if you are interested in making a change, I invite you to stand up. The rest, sit down. Those who want to begin a new life in Christ, I'm not calling for the whole church. It is a special prayer. But if the whole church is convicted, we thank God. Now, should I behave like, was it, no, it was not, was it Gideon? <laughs> Who prayed for the fleece to have dew? It was Gideon, isn't it? <laughs> and then he realized that prayer was too easy for God. And he changed it the other way around. But I thank God. We want to pray. And your words are ministering to us. Lord God. I want to pray for those who desire to make a change simply because they realize that it is a way that is leading to death. It is a way that is bringing curses into their lives and yet they don't know where they are coming from. Principles that are simple, principles that are biblical. Heavenly Father, it is not an easy task. The evil one is watching 
And he's going to introduce trials and temptations that will make us rescind our decisions. But how I pray that you may strengthen us in this decision that we have made. I'm also praying for your healing masses upon each and every one of us. Because you say those who heed, those who hear, your grace is sufficient. You will atone for their obedience. You will atone for their willingness to follow you. Heavenly Father, may you forgive us in the past where we've erred, where we've followed our own inclination, where we've followed fashion, the ideas of men, the commandments of men. May you forgive us and may you cleanse us from all unrighteousness and may we be wise going forward. I pray, believing and trusting in the name of Jesus, that everybody say, Amen.